As someone who, you know, I feel has faced his fair share of adversity, you know, as said by everyone ever, right? Um, hey, play my music, man. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. Now today we're talking about perseverance. That's right. But more specifically, perseverance through tough times, because that is when your metal is really tested. That's really when you find out kind of who you are and how strong you really are. It's not when you're in your comfort zone that you're going to be able to find out, you know, how much can I really take? How much can I really persevere through? It's when you're challenged that you really learn about yourself and you learn about developing resilience and overcoming adversity. As someone who, you know, I feel has faced his fair share of adversity, you know, as said by everyone ever, right? Um, but as someone who has faced their fair share of adversity, I feel like I'd be a good person to talk about this topic, you know, developing perseverance and inner strength and dealing with setbacks. You know, growing up, you know, went through a variety of setbacks based on the color of my skin. Uh, I went through, you know, a handful of setbacks with sports, whether it be, you know, injury or, you know, not making the team that I wanted or not having the position that I wanted, blah, blah, blah. You know, I got declined a couple of years for dental school and all these things kind of challenged my, my, my psyche, my confidence and, and really, you know, kind of had to make me think about, you know, how to change my life plan based on it not going the way that I was thinking it was supposed to go. But obviously I know that everybody has their own unique circumstances. They have their own unique setbacks and hopefully my more generalized take on the way that I've gone through my own uh, struggles will help shed light on your situation as well. And I, you know, I hope I can be a help to you. So let's get into it. It's not necessarily about just being overly tough or, or denying feelings of stress or anxiety, because obviously those kind of things are out of our control. Those kind of things are situational and vary from person to person. Not to mention that this kind of strength is not something that you either have or you don't have. It's one of those things that you develop. It's one of those things that's, you know, like a muscle, like you work it out by challenging it, but it also has more factors than just you know, subjecting yourself to tough, <laughs> to tough times. It also has to do with, you know, your situation, the type of stressful situation you ha are in and have been in. Yes, but also your, co your coping strategies, your support system, your sense of purpose, your meaning in life, you know, all these things lend itself to being more resilient in life and being able to battle against adversity. So now there's a lot of practical strategies that you can use to, you know, kind of cope with adversity and get yourself through tough times. I would say the first and most, you know, kind of practical or obvious one would be your mindset It'd be it would be how you approach challenging situations are you the type of person that you know struggles with challenging situations are you the type that meets them head-on are you the type that welcomes them and are you the type that reacts very strongly to failure or do you take it as more of like a learning opportunity all these are different factors that key into you know your mindfulness now in a minute i'm going to talk about you know tips to increase your mindfulness or improve upon your mindfulness that'll help you you know kind of get through these but Patience, we'll get there, don't worry. Other strategies include stress and anxiety management, social support, self-care, exercise, and vulnerability. Mindfulness includes focusing on your present moment, being in the moment, living in the moment, um, <clears throat> and accepting your thoughts and feelings without judgment, accepting who you are without placing a negative connotation on yourself based on the way that you feel. And I think this is a common problem that people feel certain ways and they blame themselves for feeling that way, even though some of those factors are out of our control. Practicing mindfulness by, you know, doing meditation, reading, 
that kind of thing. You can learn about yourself and how you personally manage stress, how you deal with anxiety, and also think about the type of person that you're going to want to end up being in the long run. And how do you get there? How do you bridge that gap between who you are now and where you want to get to? I mean, very, very super unbiased, right? Well, but I think this podcast is a great place to start when it comes to mindfulness, because we do discuss a lot about, you know, figuring out who you want to be and how to get there and figuring out how to develop yourself into the person that you want to be, how to, how to overcome setbacks, how to, you know, celebrate victories, how to build a social circle around you that allows you to, you know, be the type of person that you want to be, how to foster relationships that encourage you to be the person that you want to be, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that's a pretty good segue into the, uh, the next one, which is a social circle. Obviously, Having a support system is crucial for, you know, any sort of success in dealing with adversity. It's really, really difficult to go through things on your own. So having that support system is very helpful. By including a variety of people in your social circle, you're getting so many different viewpoints and so many different experiences that can help you. And maybe somebody's been through your own unique circumstance or something very similar to it and will be able to shed light on, you know, things that you may not have known. But even if somebody hasn't gone through your unique situation, you may find that they're still able to look at the situation from another perspective, from one that's on the outside instead of going through it. Stress can sometimes block our more logical areas of our brain, so getting another pair of eyes on the situation can be very helpful. Now, next up, we have self-care. Now, self-care is uh, something that we also preach about on this podcast very frequently, and obviously self-care is pretty, pretty self-explanatory, but it involves everything from you know, doing things that you enjoy, developing a hobby, um, eating right, taking care of your body, you know, working out even. Now we're going to try something a little bit new today on Thoughts Account. We're going to use some real life and historical examples to uh, talk about resilience, talk about overcoming adversity. Hope that these stories, you know, kind of serve to be inspirational and show you what is actually possible. Because honestly, I really do believe that a lot of people are stronger than they give themselves credit for. And perhaps some of that is not being subject to situations that would cause you to need to be as strong as you need to be. But um, I do think that, you know, the onset of adversity can be intimidating, can be scary, and it can be worrisome. But know that you can be strong, you can overcome, and you've made it this far. You know, that's the thing is overcoming adversity in your past is also a testament to how strong you can really be. One example that I found during my research was uh, Simone Biles. Obviously, Simone Biles is a ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculously athletic gymnast. Um, but she uh, faced intense pressure and criticism back in 2001 when she decided not to partake in the Olympics and instead decided to prioritize her mental health. Now, of course, I don't think this was an easy decision. I don't think she was, you know, super excited to miss the Olympics, but also she knew she needed to prioritize her own mental health. She had to incorporate this self-care into her, into her life that she wasn't getting off of so much competition. And the best part about it is it sparked a conversation about mental health surrounding the, you know, very competitive athletic sphere. I mean, if you would like a then I also have a very old example, Thomas Edison. And Thomas Edison obviously set out to invent the light bulb, but he said he had tried over a thousand different ways to make the light bulb before he succeeded. Um, and just to kind of get a grasp of his mindset, his you know kind of outlook on life that I think can be implemented to anybody's is, he said, I simply found a thousand ways not to make a light bulb, uh, which I thought was pretty funny because it does show you know positivity and optimism and that kind of glass half full mindset. But I think it does take a lot of resilience to, you know, get knocked down and keep getting up time and time again. And even failing that many times, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to, you know, not see the light at the end of the tunnel. I think a lot of people get caught up in the um, thought that 
success is a straight line. And also some people don't even believe that, you know, once they've failed 10 times per se, that the light will ever come. I think those are two difficult ways to, you know, approach adverse. And I think that having a more optimistic mindset does help with that. But that's going to take us to the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is take some time this week to consider all of the things that you've overcome and know that whatever you're facing these days, you do have the strength to overcome. You've made it this far. And every time you face adversity in the past, you have overcame because otherwise you wouldn't be here. So take some time, appreciate how strong you've been and, and appreciate how strong you are. But that's going to do it for this episode. I thank you for listening all the way through. I've been Will. I'll see you next time.